That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Korea right now is like huge for the dance culture and the dance careers. What they do is they source choreography just all overseas. They're basically just like, here's the song. Here's the prompt. This is kind of the style we want it. We film the whole chore- like choreography as if we are the group. We just put like name tags on. You know what I mean? And we literally do the song and we just send it to them. And then like couple weeks months later we're like oh the video's out oh it's there it is welcome to cash cuties everybody's favorite personal finance podcast where we invite on guests to see if their wee wee is thicker than the goblet of fire i'm fumi abe and i'm stuffy bake I I don't want to be uh, connected to that, but anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> you know, you read that book, <laughs> Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. Yes, I have. It's a thick ass pro- book. It's a thick ass book. <laughs> if you're listening on your <laughs> Apple, if you're listening on our Apple Pod app, please leave a review, hit follow on Spotify, and sub to our YouTube channel for the video version of this podcast. All the links are available in the episode description below. below. Uh, quick shout out to our Dono Daddies. These are people who give us money on Patreon. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash cashcutiespod and exchange for your money slash donation. You get bonus episodes and behind the scenes content. So if you want more of this, be sure to check that out. Uh, two people donated this week. Shout out to Lisa CK, $5. <laughs> that is Louis CK's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline K with seven fifty. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, and if you want a shout out on this podcast, we also give you a shout out. So go to patreon.com slash cash cuties pod. And please please, I think it's so important that people leave us reviews. Yes. It means that we could get the attention of people from Apple, Mr. Spotify, Apple, Mr. Apple, Mr. Apple and, Mrs. And Spotify, Mrs. Spotify, and uh, that gives us more opportunities to be able to uh, make the show even bigger. Yes, we want like we can get in their algorithm and get on their like top chart list and stuff like yeah. that. So if you don't have money, that's okay. If you can't donate, that's okay. But if you love this podcast, just if you have an iPhone, please give us a, a five star rating on the Apple Podcast app. And if you have a Spotify, you can leave a review on that too, and that really helps. And that's free. So please, it's free. please. Please do that. And it takes like literally a minute or two. Two seconds. You're literally listening to it. Just blop, blop, blop. And Take care of that. it'd be a favor for us. Cat cutie. Take care yeah. of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. This is something I want to discuss you with this week. Um, I like recently botched uh, an opportunity to make $6,000. And I wanted to oh. ask you just sort of about what you would have done in my situation. So it was a stand-up comedy show for OnlyFans. OnlyFans has like their own app on Apple TV where mm-hmm. you can like watch original content. They're trying to become like Netflix kind of. Oh. Not as big as Netflix. I guess more like YouTube. Kind of like they have original content on there. Um, I don't know what kind of stuff they have on, the, on there. It's not all porn related. This one's particularly a comedy show. And so what they're doing is they have comedians on. We all do like 10 minutes. They edit together and they put out like an hour episode each. And they had offered me $6,000 yeah. for like 10 minutes of stand up, which is really good. 
uh, and there's no like exclusivity issue, so I can use that joke anywhere else. And um, my thinking is like, no one's gonna watch that anyway, so yeah, I'll do it. But the but the catch the catch is, they wanted me to make an OnlyFans, and I had to like agree to this thing where like for six months I have to like post about my OnlyFans account and the show and my set on the OnlyFans for for six months, like multiple times a week. I have to do like one OnlyFans live every two weeks three posts a week it was just like a lot wait for just you're not getting paid more for that or do you it, get it's money part from of the, the six thousand dollars oh, no. and so like yeah uh, what i did is like hey like this sounds cool i'm down but could we negotiate on some of the posting things like could i do less yeah and so i, I countered with like a slightly less involved offer yeah. and then they said well clearly Fumi's not want wanting to engage with their brand so we were going to revoke this offer Wait, so how, they how took the they opportunity away they, from. They actually I, I went through my managers, yeah. and so they called me, and they're like, hey, they actually took away the offer because they said that you weren't interested in engaging with the brand. But that kind of, like, pissed me off a little bit because it's like, isn't that how negotiations work? Like, you could have said, like, no, sorry, we can't do that. And then I would have been like, okay, cool, well, then can I just have more money? Or, like, I would have done something, you know? Hey, they thought that you just didn't fuck with them, and they're like, then I mean, in a way, you down, right? I, would, so, what would you have now? Would you have taken it? Like, if they brought it back now, are you willing to take the six thousand? So, similar to like the, what you were talking about with Minji last week, I asked I asked my other comedian friends, and mm -hmm. I said, "What do you do?" Because they some of them have done the OnlyFans thing, and they said that some of them doubled down and said, "I'll post more if you give me more money." <gasps> so, a couple of them got like eleven thousand dollars to post more for six months. Um, wait, I, wait, so they negotiated? They just did it a different but, but way? They, they, but their negotiation is, I want to be involved with the brand even more. My <gasps> negotiation was, I want to be involved less. That's what the issue was. Interesting. Because essentially, they're not giving you $6,000 for your uh, comedy. They're giving you 6000 for your followers, right? Because they want more people to go to OnlyFans and watch shit on OnlyFans. They want, it's, they're spreading, it's marketing. They're paying $6,000 for marketing. But for me to fucking post about it for six months, that's, uh, that's, a, that's, I'm getting jacked what off. What are you also going to be jacked post off, ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, are you, so are you on this? Um, like what content would you be posting about on your OnlyFans? Like, are you like literally making jokes while jerking off into the yeah. camera? Like, so like, like their whole thing is like, you can post anything. So I already have a bunch of stand up clips I post on um, Instagram. So they're like, you just post those. So I have like a hundred of those. So I do have things to post and stuff, but like, it was just like, I don't know. I just, uh, everybody's a little bit more precious when it comes to their like on Instagram feed and stuff. And I just like, didn't want to like post about it so many times for six months. It's too much. It's, dude. Six months is it's, too much, right? Like maybe for like too, one month, maybe. I don't think that's enough for $6,000 no. to be honest. But aren't you making money off of viewership? Like if someone uh, subscribes to your OnlyFans so too? I could, I could, if I decide to charge, a lot of people just make it free just to like meet the requirement you know so you could you could do that yeah um but i don't know yeah just like i i don't know it six sounds a lot of money or it sounds like a lot of money to me and I, you know because that was my goal of how much i wanted to make per month right this year and so yeah i don't know if you've ever been in a situation like that you know what you would have done or just kind of um, your take on it um i definitely have said i hey i want to take on or i've been given opportunities and then i give them a different rate and then they've never like revoked it <laughs> yeah. if anything i feel like they've just been like hey this doesn't work out and i'm like all right that's it but 
sometimes I then immediately it's like I feel regretful that I even asked for the extra amount because it was more so because I was like I know what my standard is but I'm down to lower the standard yeah um when it's like a company that I like I I thought the whole point is of negotiation is you you give you get an offer and then you counter that because you're supposed to and they either say yes or no and you go from there so I didn't think there was anything wrong no I don't think so either countering it's like okay if you don't want that then just say no and let's keep talking like maybe they're just so exclusive right like they're just so they're at the top there is nothing else like only fans so i guess in, in a sense they're holding their like standards up really high but mm. that i never even thought about negotiating that way the way that your friend did so now now i'm like to, to lean in yeah lean in on it because then, then I'll do more they're like i money. fuck with you you're like essentially i fuck with you yeah i fuck with you so much i'm gonna give it to you even more yeah 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 yeah, that, yeah, yeah. i kind of like that but you you just didn't even want to make the content anyway so it's it, it's so much content anyway well, well would you have taken his deal the eleven thousand? no right it seems no, like I, no i, I don't want to like post that much i don't, I don't know I, I know like some people listening might be like that's so dumb you could post and make some money but like Truly, this is going to sound so stupid, but like Instagram, TikTok, like that is how I like maintain my fan base when I travel and stuff. And if I lose their trust by posting too much garbage, mm. like by being like, click here, click here. If it's too much promo shit, yeah. they're going to stop following me or like lose trust in my, con- you know, stuff. So that's what I was thinking. About. I would think you know that, okay, I mean? if I didn't know about the deal and you did this and you didn't tell me any of this, I would be like, oh, he must be like in a place where he needs more money. Like, <laughs> like there's a bit of a desperation, I feel, because I don't I don't associate OnlyFans with like content outside of like more of a sexy exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. So for me to be like, oh, is he all right? I guess for the commoner, maybe. Right, or maybe right, I right. just don't. I'm yeah. So you know what? I think it's a good thing it's you went fine. with this and you're going to get another opportunity. And sure. now you don't have to worry about like having to post like five, fucking times a I know, week. I know. Um, yes. Maybe so. maybe it's good. All right. No, that's good. good to hear. Okay. Um anyways, well, we're super excited for this guest yes. this week. Uh he's literally outside. We have to go get him right now, so we're super excited. So so stay <laughs> tuned waiting. and we'll okay. see you guys in see just a in second. So today's special guest is a dancer, the co-founder of Kinja's Dance Crew, internet personality. That's what Google says. And <laughs> multi-hyphenate. Please welcome to the show, Mike Song. Hey, Thanks for having me. Yo. Thank you for coming yeah. on the show. <laughs> this is crazy that you're here. You probably don't know this, but um, we are huge fans. Oh. And uh, I used to watch you on America's Best Dance Crew really? when I was like 13 <laughs> years old. Oh, snap. And it's insane that you're just like in my area right now. This is crazy. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, I have never, I'm sorry to all the other guests that's been on here. <laughs> I've never heard him excited about a guest the way he was when no I said, way. When really? I said because hey, it was so, I, was, <laughs> I hadn't like thought about you in a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she said Mike's song and I'm like, yeah. the Mike song? Like, like the, hey, the Nintendo Wii dance oh, guy Mike song? Damn, with the throwback. Bro, like, yeah. I appreciate that. really, it's just so crazy because like, I grew up in Ohio, and when I saw what? America's Best Dance Crews, you guys, shout out to Cabin Modern, hey, shout out to Cabin Modern, yo, and Jabberwocky, yes. we were like, wait, why are they Asian? Like, why are they so cool? Because nobody was, none of the Asians danced in Ohio. We were like, you know, going to bonfires and shit. Yeah. So we're like, this is crazy. And then I looked into it, and then I learned that, like, there's a whole, like, dance culture at, like, all the UC schools and all yeah. the West, Kid- West yeah. Coast Asian kids all dance for fun or whatever. And then, like, <laughs> we recently actually met, yeah. but I've known of you. Um, we are UCI alumni. Hey, yo. Zot, zot. But even <laughs> guys, more than what that. Is you guys more foxes? than that. Torrance, the T-town? fact that, that we are tor- like because UCI, <laughs> I feel like I meet a lot of UC Irvine like okay. 
Asians in our scene. But yeah. when you brought it back to Torrance, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't connect with a lot of people from Torrance, like yeah. in in our whatever this LA scene of right whatever yeah. is you know There's what I mean. Not, sure. I only yeah. know uh, Toki Jen Toki Monster. She actually now she's from Torrance. Do you know her, the oh, DJ? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, cur- I know I I don't know her personally, right. but I didn't know she was from Torrance. Mm. She's also from Torrance, and she Whoa. now lives in this neighborhood as well, which is like oh. weird. Whoa. it's very odd. T town. Yeah, T town. But uh, yeah, there's not that many of us, yeah. and it is like so specific. I feel like I already know you because it's of that. It's a bubble. It's like mm. this random bubble, especially like Asians, <laughs> Koreans in yeah. Torrance. Was Koreans like, who dance in Torrance. It's there's like, like a thousand of them. <laughs> Well, I, I guess now it's all different. The world's so different now. But yeah. at that time, it was like, you know, that era. It, are, we, yeah. I forget, are we same year as well? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Tiger. I, Tiger. Uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, we grew up at um, Hanam Chain was the one yes. Korean market. Yes. Oh, it's okay. like the Korean this market. This is before yes. H-Mart. This is before H-Mart. Oh, yeah. And you know what? That was the original <laughs> in Torrance. And we stood, the Koreans stood strong and it's still going after 10, 15 years because before that it used to be a Japanese market mm. and then it was a Chinese market. Do you remember that? Oh my God. Was it, was there, oh no, no, no. It was a CVS or something right next to it, right? It was right next yeah. to it. It was a Savon's. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. It turned into a CVS and we're like, nah, we're going to go back to the Korean market. <laughs> that's <ain't> working. <laughs> yeah. So oh that's, that's awesome. But you went to like a better school. Like you, I went to Torrance High. You uh-huh. went to some, fan, like a, well, it was fancier. It was, to- was it West? No, I went to South. But okay. Torrance is, isn't Torrance the one where they film everything? Yes. Yours they, is the quintessential aesthetic of yeah. the high school. Oh, like 90210. Oh, like Buffy the Vampire yeah, Slayer. So many things filmed yeah, at your high school. Yeah, a lot school, of, yeah. but it's, it's, it's like, it's Hollywood. It's like fake beauty. It's like beautiful. It looks like an expensive school, but mm-hmm. it's actually considered, they can't even, there's a Southwest North Torrance. They, there's no East Torrance. They call it Torrance, just Torrance. Because you guys okay. are the first. I thought it was because it has the word East. They don't want to call it East Torrance, but it has. Because there's so it's many like Asians. The, it's honestly like the poor, poor Torrance school. I feel oh, like maybe North. Really? Maybe, uh, yeah, I was gonna I, say, I I say like like North. North is yeah. a bit less. Um, be, but that's because there's like other cities next to it. Okay, but okay. his is like the fancy, like fancy. Really, I don't, yeah. know, fancy. I don't know if you call it fancy, fancy? but really? it is on the cusp as well. The it's because it borders. Redondo and PV and PV is oh. like the for anyone yeah. who doesn't know the palace. These are deep cuts. These are yeah. California deep cuts. <laughs> People are like, what the hell is PV and Redondo? Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of fancy mm-hmm. high schools, mm-hmm. uh, what was you know what was your financial situation like growing up? You know, do you remember being yeah. young and thinking about money? Like, were your parents doing okay? Tell us a little bit about yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. how you grew up right and, and to money. it. I freaking love your guys' podcast for that reason. It's just such a unique <laughs> way to just cut right into yeah. it. You yeah, know what yeah, I like, mean? That's the high school, dude. So that's <laughs> Your relationship with money, <laughs> like that's hella strong, mad heavy. Yeah. Um, so I, I grew up. I would say like the trajectory of my parents was uh, like I'm very grateful for it. It was kind of like a um, just like an upwards graph. So we start. I grew up. I wouldn't say poor, but um, not wealthy for sure. Mm-hmm. And then um, like my dad owned. This was like early days where i didn't even know what my dad did yet we we're kind of still early immigrants and then he got like a liquor store and mm. that was like the early days and then once he like bought sold the liquor store and bought like a gas station it was like oh we're gonna move to a slightly better part of the neighborhood actually we literally moved upstairs in the same apartment but it was 
But it had like a status. But it had one more bedroom. I love so that. So it was like, oh, a little Ooh. bit of an upgrade. No, your dad, like, he's flexing on his neighbor. He's like, yo, yo, over up here now. Literally, so. we just moved upstairs. That's really he's funny. Like, we're moving on up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, like, that's what he thought he meant by moving on up. Yeah, like, the Americans keep moving on up. We must go upstairs now. But literally, it was that feeling of, like, I, I felt like we were, uh, I kind of felt like we were poor when I was little, even though looking back, I, I mean, we weren't crazy poor but i felt like we were poor when i was young mm. and then like i felt like a a slow level up and I, mm. so i got to see like my my dad was the one working full-time and so i saw his kind of like progression yeah and so um yeah like the second step was like we moved to like a one more bedroom a same uh -huh. apartment upstairs yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah same city and then there was like a really big shift in his business and then we moved to torrance oh. and then that was like uh, uh when i was in high school and when I was in high school, I was like, oh, snap. But I feel like I I got to experience the level up. Uh -huh. So I'm grateful for that because yeah. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm seeing these different chapters. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, I guess that. relationship with money was like, um, uh, I don't know. I Like I've been listening to the pod and I mm -hmm. hear I'm like getting context of how everyone speaks about it. I don't feel like I had like a. Uh, it was kind of just there. I wasn't thinking about it like uh, as it was as if it was a huge issue so i'm grateful for that yeah um but it's not something that like my parents like impressed upon me either mm. they were more like impressing upon me like school and the idea of success but never talking about the money, money. oh right, right. okay yeah. that's, that's interesting. interesting yeah can i just say, also you witnessing your father moving up, up like that yeah. was that like incredibly inspiring if not then now like later in life because i think there is something about like a lot of people you know they say like oh i watched my parents struggle 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 yeah but i don't hear a lot of people say like oh i watched my parents have nothing and then they built this whole empire yeah um and especially for like first or second gen immigrant kids i i, I feel like that would do something to your brain maybe as you get older i think, think as at my age now i'm definitely inspired by it at the time you know um there was there was like lawsuits involved like there was so many things that he was going through that was so stressful for him mm. that i i just i didn't even realize we were leveling up so much i mean i did just in terms of like moving uh and even just like the neighborhoods we were in but as far as like like the happiness levels of my parents it uh -huh. wasn't like we're like we're getting happier i'm like oh he's oh. just getting more and more stressed oh. so i didn't really like really see that that clarity until now and now i obviously my dad's in a different place now but at that time when i was growing up it was still just a lot of stress he was like leveling up but also like going through so much more i don't i don't think i saw it getting more comfortable for my dad uh, or my parents it just felt like he was taking on more more responsibility and so we were getting more but at the time i didn't feel like super inspired mm, it, it wasn't mm. until afterwards that i was like damn he did that like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 did you ever yeah. have to like help out at work or yeah, yeah, you yeah, did yeah, okay yeah. So at the gas station and stuff? yeah oh it's cool yeah. Oh. yeah even honestly still um when my dad goes traveling now <laughs> you gotta yo yo yeah yeah <laughs> wait, i'm gonna keep a hundo yeah, yeah no, okay <laughs> well i'll keep a hundo <laughs> this is crazy mike saw from america's best dance crew he's working part-time with the goddamn bitch working necessarily working but uh straight up like when my dad because my dad doesn't he refuses to retire and so when he goes traveling like he just needs someone to like handle bank stuff mm. okay and so like i'll just pop in and like do basically like deposits and oh, like I see, just I see, get I see, that I see, I see. just and it's like the minimum amount so that like 
things are like okay while he's gone because yeah. he's gone sometimes for like three weeks at a time yeah could yeah. i can i ask this thing okay so recently last week um for some reason i decided to tell my mom how much i make and where my money is different yeah. areas so that if like i die i mean knock on wood if something yeah, yeah, happens i'm like sure. Um, I felt like it was really weird for me to do that because I, my parent, like when I was growing up, no one told me how much they made. Like she didn't tell me how much she made yeah. or like, it was always like a secret. Yeah. Um, do you know, I know you're doing the bank stuff, yeah. but, and you're just the deposit boy, but <laughs> does he, do you know, actually has he, yeah, I know. How oh, much. you know how much he yeah, makes, yeah, yeah. you know, all this stuff. Yeah, he yeah. set that. Did you know that for a while or is this like a new thing as an adult? Uh, as an adult, I think um, like my relationship with my dad has totally evolved, even in terms of like how he 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 knows I am a responsible ass fucking adult now. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. whereas you know it wasn't like that for a long time, especially as a dancer, it wasn't like that for a long time. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, but now he knows what the freak is up, and so oh. um, yeah, we have like very very candid conversations about it. I that. love that. That's really yeah. cool. Did he teach you about like money? Like, did he tell you what his like philosophy on money was? Did um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he like when it like kind of, he'll have his things that he like repeats to me, but I feel like that's not where I learned it. I actually kind of, because I have my own trials and tribulations, like with my own companies, um, I feel like I, grown my own opinion and then once i got there that's like when me and my dad started like and when once my dad realized like okay he's doing fine it turned into having more real conversations and then now i'm kind of like oh i don't even agree fully <laughs> with every but it's right. not like you know it's just more like okay that's your preference right. and like i don't have to do it like that but um, this yeah. is fascinating because I do think that if you grew up here, it's very hard to talk about like investments and stuff with the older Asian. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. they don't like their their definition of, of investment is yeah, like, yeah. okay, we're going to get this like little keychain of a cat. You know what I'm saying? You're going to like pray to this thing. <laughs> like I, I remember when I graduated, like my, all my grandparents gave me like little like Buddhist temple, like, you know, those little things. With yeah. The, the like envelopes. I don't know what they're called in I English. I have a billion but, of those. Yeah. And I'm like, but you could have put some money into like a fucking ETF or something, but yeah. you know what I mean? So like the yeah, already yeah, totally. were so not on the same page about yeah. investing. It's, for them, it's all about savings and stuff. So even though they are your parents, I, th I do think it is tough to talk about investments and like crypto or whatever it is oh to yeah them, crypto you know? just i can't even get started with that conversation yeah. with them but like my older sister i have two sisters but one of my sisters is a senior tax manager like she's she's like really knows what's up yeah. and that's i think where i perhaps uh got more data for myself to kind of differ an opinion with my dad because i see how stubborn he is with my sister and i'm like yo my sister knows What's up? <laughs> like, come on this is the most updated information she's like working at yeah. like major you know corporations um trusted by them to lead their tax department right and if my dad's still like uh maybe we should do it like this i'm kind of like okay I'm yeah gonna take every i'm just gonna observe i'm gonna respect but we're all grown ass adults now absolutely wow. we have our own set of experiences you know um i, I have a question about um so it sounds like they were kind of okay with you doing what you wanted. It sounds like you're, you already had a sister who's like working and she had, she had already had a job. So like, did that mean that when you decided to go into dancing, uh, they realized that they allowed you to do that or what, you know, was there a choice or Hell no, 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 was there a lot of, not. okay. Yeah, so. yeah. A lot of pushback, hardcore, hardcore pushback. Um, so 
my two older sisters, like they, um, I think their career decisions were way more pleasing to my parents, you know? Right. They, uh, <laughs> like, well, I wish I had kids or sisters <laughs> that have, like, we wouldn't be in this situation. I Are you guys both only, have, only child? Or? No, I have a younger sister. Oh, my see, I see, I see, Yeah, I, I have a younger sister, but she... She didn't become a doctor, but she married one, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good. Which is pretty good. Maybe better even. Maybe even better than going to med school herself. So yeah, yeah. But no, please continue. Yeah, okay. Yeah, dancing journey. Yeah, they they kind of set the tone, and they're like six and eight years older than me, so they like set the tone early game, and then and then I came along, and I just kind of ruined like everything. But then you know, in an Asian family, I was the son, so like at for that generation, they're like, that's what's important, right? and they were like so you better you know um surpass your sisters in that oh. way you know <laughs> so, and i hella did not right like they went to like uc oh berkeley then ucla yeah. and then irvine right for asian <laughs> parents even though i love uci i love you but to asian parents right. That's in kind the of hierarchy yeah, yeah. they're thinking like okay you know you just went to berkeley ucla son's gonna go to stanford yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah, be yeah. the ivy league one or whatever you know in there the way they saw shit but um but yeah uh i was always like my secret that's <laughs> but, why i never you know what's so wait, funny yeah, yeah. but that's why you dance so hard <laughs> What? Because why? Because sisters are like so successful in what they do. Oh, so and he, he was finding no, his own thing. Yeah, he's at Irvine. He's like, fuck, now how do I impress my parents? Well, you myself? see like kind of the Harvard of dance teams. Am I wrong? You, yeah. well, he, I think of. you've made it that. For that I think. generation. For, For that generation, generation it's it better, was. Yeah. My friend went to UC Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mike Nguyen. He told me he <laughs> took a, he went to Berkeley. He took a class of yours back oh, in the nice. day. Yeah, Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow. He was dancing, all these West Coast Asian kids. So like, yeah, I do think, because I don't think UC Berkeley has like a sick ass dance team I, I don't know well now the, the scene is different now <laughs> the scene, the scene has now. changed a lot it's like there's probably like a lot of talented dancers there but yeah. it's hard to say it's hard to say it's like it's like sports teams sure. there's eras and wait yes. yeah. who's the best now is there like a best which you see which you see school's the best uh, i guess you could say orange county but it's changed to where like um now all like the the best dancers like don't even stay with the college teams anymore it's almost like Imagine if like if that era, if I'm gonna use basketball terms, okay, like, yeah, yeah. imagine in that era there was only college basketball and there wasn't NBA yet for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so that's just like the pinnacle. So all the best talent stayed on these college teams, right? These the choreographic talent. Um, but now in this new era, after like social media and like honestly, social media, YouTube, all this stuff allowed for dancers to have like personal careers. Because mm. before the pinnacle of a dance career was just servicing another artist. Mm -hmm. It was just, I'm Janet Jackson's choreographer. That's as high as you could go. There was just not a model for that to show your own work until like these dance TV shows, YouTube, Instagram, all that made it so like, oh, what if I just put out my own video, not choreographing for an artist? And so I feel like that spawned like an NBA Okay. And so like now it's almost like they're just doing a year of college dance team and then they're already just going into the industry. So it's kind of different Whoa. now. Yeah. This makes sense because right about what I like was looking at your stuff specifically on YouTube. I started following these two kids. I know that sounds mad creepy, but they're both super famous now. But yeah. back then I was in college. They're probably like. In middle school, it's Sean Liu yep. and Casey Rice. Yeah, yeah, they were so good. I was like, who are these little kids who are like amazing? And they're and now they're full like full on phenom adults now. Crazy. Yeah. They have their own careers, but yeah. that's interesting because in your day, like you couldn't really do that yet. Yeah, it was so like 
uh, kind of going off even you saying stuff um, like that motivation to dance hard because of my siblings. <laughs> like at, I honestly, at least to what I'm like consciously aware of, I don't even think it was that. I my my dream. I couldn't even dream that far. So I, I literally just was like my highest dance goal when I was in college was just, okay, if I get a job that gives me enough like time at night to be on a sick crew and just compete at the sickest competitions at night Dude. and just rep at night, Yo. that's the job that I want. Yo, that's so cool. <laughs> that was truly, I, cause that's I didn't so think pure. you could go any further. And for me, I wasn't interested in like choreographing for like Janet Jackson or something. Like I, I knew that existed. I'm like, I don't know. That's just not for me because it was still an underground scene of like crews competing and you knew about all these dancers if you're in the scene, but not all of them are doing it as their career. You know, it's just like just this scene that existed. No, absolutely. yeah. I mean, I was going to say, um, you know, you, you told me you said you got some backlash from your parents. Yeah. And people get that obviously when you do like the arts or music and stuff, but yeah. at least there's like a path like, oh, you could be really good mm -hmm. and go to Juilliard. There's like yeah, a yeah, path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for dancing, like to your point, like, you can't even describe what that job is that pays good money. 100%. Right? Like an actress, yeah. you could be like, well, I want to be like, you know, Julia Roberts. Okay, cool. That's at least a goal. Yeah. A target, you could be like, mom, do you know Julia Roberts? Yeah. But you can't be like, I don't even know who a famous choreography is, you know? And, and I think like, uh, as far as like mainstream knowledge, for sure. Like there's no, barely any references. And I want to like clarify, even for my journey, it's more like hip hop and like freestyle modern based versus like more classical styles or like modern like ballet uh -huh. there's more clear-cut like career paths for that right. i have to like at least give it up yeah because yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's more like it's just based in theater and so those like structures already exist but uh, like for our scene and our style yeah it didn't really unless you wanted to basically be a back dancer and choreograph that was like the only pathway what mm. is um what kind of dance makes the most money um i would say uh like being a choreographer is one huge i know that's still not super specific in its style yeah but at least in like in my hemisphere of dance uh stylistically um choreographers is like a way more um valuable skill set as far as like just straight up like monetary well, with the big much? guns like we, we, view like, so as valuable we wanted you to be like we yeah. wanted you to be like it's irish dancing you know what I mean? like it's river <laughs> yeah. dance what are, like you know what i mean like wait is it tap dancing what is it man? i want like, interpretive dancing yeah, to what win. is it but basically um, stripping, no, oh, stripping. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, that was one right no you can make a, a, a probably a lot a really lot fast yeah. so like say like a choreographer for i don't know like doja cat or something yeah, like yeah. how much are they making and how does it work for them totally yeah, yeah. so let's say like uh, i'll just ballpark let's say like the biggest choreographers there now it's like a different climate too because music videos are kind of whatever's now uh so i would say the biggest thing is like if you're booking choreographing a tour that is like mm. as a choreographer mm -hmm. that's freaking awesome because like it's the time that you have to put into that, like the rehearsals, the casting, production, and the higher the production level, then the higher the budget and the scale of the artist. And then if you're experienced, like that's basically what's going to pull you in onto those tours. Even if you make sick videos, at the end of the day, you're not going to get pulled into like those really big level tours unless like you go into those production meetings and they can feel your experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and so I would say I'll ballpark like they're definitely making uh let's say the tour there's like rehearsals like pre-pod is for like a month or two two three months um 
anywhere from I'm ballparking, but sure. I would say like like they better not be making less than like 150,000 from that um mm. like initial like yeah. Dude, but I feel like that is even the low. Like Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, imagining yeah. like Beyonce, yeah, and I'm like yeah, somebody yeah. did that shit, right? 100%, Beyonce. 100%. There was that one woman from um what's that team in New Zealand? The Royal Family oh, Paris. Paris. Absolutely. So she does the Rihanna and shit. And so I'm going like low end because I think that like there's a difference between you could still choreograph cuz I don't know who choreographs for Doja Cat and sometimes they're not they're not pulling in always the big guns cuz I what I always what I feel like is a lot of artists go through stages. They'll like bring someone on for a while, and then when they feel like I need a new vibe, mm. they'll kind of switch choreographers. Oh. Or, or if they're like, um, they might stick with that person, but then bring on a team of choreographers, something to like still re-energize the vibe. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Again, it's like I think this is like the independent contractor life, though, where yeah. like there's still not one perfect way it always works out, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's like so many different pathways, but. Let me say like low end, like 150 for like something of that scale. Um, but then I also have to say that the difference is even the low end being 150 is they can drop it off though. It depends on if uh, versus like a dancer is going on tour. If they set it up, they can drop off and go on to the next project. Right. Oh, right. interesting. So that's okay. still something that's different in terms of like their time. It totally depends on if like like if they have the budget for that and I how see, they I do see. it, and then yeah. also like their team. Like if it's like, oh, maybe I'll I'll send like my assistants to go on, and God, they, you know God. what I mean? Because yeah. it also depends on that choreographer. Uh, maybe they're they're like after Taylor Swift, they're gonna work on the Super Bowl with Usher, and yeah, so they right. they want to still be mobile. You know what I mean? That's mm, another fit, yeah, 150 yeah. to 150. Yeah. But then it all depends on where they're at in their career right. because you only know how to create that kind of like structure if you're like experienced and you have that kind of because even like creating that internal infrastructure of a team and to do that on that scale like. You're not doing that at, at 18. Right, <laughs> Unless right, right, you've right. been in the industry as a choreographer since you were 15, which there are some like anomalies, you know? So, but, yeah. uh, so do they keep the rights to the dance moves? Is no, there no, no, no. It's still your, yeah, yeah. You're still the owner of the unless dance moves. Unless you, nowadays things are kind of changing, mm. but unless, yeah, I think it's very rare still, no matter what your yeah. status is. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you're you're basically selling your that's the interesting chefs and choreographers because it's kind of like not like musicians like musicians have she sheet music yeah, yeah but with chefs and choreographers like you can't like copyright your shit so i yeah, wonder yeah. like if that was ever an issue of people like jacking your style oh, your always well, you know always I mean? yeah. and that's all that's a conversation right now too where they're trying to choreograph it and i think that that's still it's so tricky because dance at the end of the day is like it's a little bit similar to language in terms of like writing is like you're using the same dictionary and it's just how you organize it, right? Uh, right, right. So like copywriting is kind of, it starts to get a little bit difficult, right. although people are trying right now. But I think AI is just coming in and like messing, messing all that up, anyways. Um, but you guys are safe from no AI though. Not really. AI can dance better than you? Well, the, the thing <laughs> is, it, you know, it, it will get to that point where like, you'd be like mm, maybe I want a flavor of uh, Doja Cat's choreographer and then I want a little flavor. <gasps> of and the more specific you get with the prompt, right? That's the whole thing is, oh, right? No. If you're not specific with the prompt, <gasps> yeah. then it won't come out right. But if you get skilled enough at how you describe, how to describe the choreography for the AI to understand, it could get there. Oh my mm. goodness. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The robots are taking over <laughs> everything. Well, I was going to ask you, I know you've been working in Korea a lot. Yeah. You're Korean is phenomenal, by the way, for someone who's <laughs> from Torrance. I'm ashamed by that. That tells me your Korean level, though. No disrespect, because people be dissing <laughs> on my people be dissing Wait. my Korean hard. Really? But yeah. you're, I've seen some of your sh- like you know I've seen. I, but some- I appreciate that like so much. Were you taking classes? Like what um, is no? no you just like, kind of. I I mean I went to like did you go to Hangulakyo like in no and stuff? I went to one uh, church class where I learned how to write, but I was <laughs> I was like. 20 when I went and so I took uh-huh. I, and everybody else was like seven eight years old. It was just me sitting there. Respect. Respect. Wait, that's, that's cool that you that's went though. Up. That's cool that you went. went Good for you class. though. I was gonna beat these little kids like and writing like the uh, but anyways yes. Um, I was gonna ask in Korea yeah. is I'm sure like the dance choreography like structure like for a K-pop co- a oh, group yeah. are mm-hmm. they pay- getting paid differently if you choreograph like. BTS oh, or just for anyone who's curious about like the state of the dance community and like the finances of dance. Yeah. Um Korea right now is like huge for the dance culture and the dance career. Huge. Really? Uh-huh. Because the demand, like I th- Think about every pop group that's coming out. Like that's just a signature of of Korean K-pop, right? Yeah. It, which is sick dance moves, yeah. right? And and then because they have that kind of funding, the infrastructure with all these labels is like hardcore VC, like all that. And so, um, like even for us, like uh, globally, a lot of choreographers, what they do is they source choreography just all overseas. They're basically just like, here's the song, here's the prompt. This is kind of the style we want it. We film the whole core like choreography as if we are the group. We just put like name tags on, oh. you know what I mean? And oh. we literally do the song and we just send it to them. And then like a couple of weeks, months later, we're like, oh, the video's out. Oh, it's there it is. Oh, and that's like God. the model for K-pop. Wow. Yeah. Wait, sorry, you're saying these choreographers are Korean or Korea's buying it from other? They're buying it from all around wow. the world. Yeah. <gasps> So, and so yeah. how is the pay work? It's per like choreography, yeah, yeah. Per, per dance, song. Per, per song. And it's how we negotiate it too. But um, essentially the what we work into the rate is like we handle everything. Like we're going to cast it, all the rehearsals, the dancer pay, um, uh, even just media, like capturing the footage, uh, editing. So everything is uh, like one lump budget because they just want to be like tell us what you need to get this done basically right and right. we just have to just make it all happen on our have end. you done something like that with the kinjas oh we do it all the time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah really yeah yeah, yeah are you yeah. allowed to say which groups you? Sold yeah, yeah like like personally i've worked with uh like super m that's sm yeah uh, winner uh-huh. uh god uh-huh. seven this is crazy yeah i will share one thing though so this whole like k-pop model 
of like a bank transfer and you get the video and then you just drop it off and you're like okay let's see what happens and then it just happens you're like whoa uh, this crazy production yeah. <laughs> like it's, what the freak and it's just like that just is, is a regular process for choreographers around the world but what's changed now is that that's that happened i would say for like probably like a decade from like 2009 to like 2019 i would say and then I'm like ballparking. And then it, during the pandemic until now, a new thing that happened is that uh, we'll like send choreography. Um, and then usually, you know, sometimes people will post like, oh, this music video came out. They're just like promoting their work that they worked on it because they can't, a lot of it's sensitive. So they can't like post rehearsal videos all the time. Right. 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 Um, but when they post that, and even when we post this stuff, sometimes we'll be like, wait, what the heck? Why is like another person saying they choreographed that also? <gasps> oh. And then another person. But then we're like looking at it and we're like, oh, wait, they're only using some of our choreography. And we don't <gasps> know what this other parts are. So now they're mishmashing. Oh they're like, my oh, God. it's like a buffet. They're just like, mm, why don't we have these four choreographers on the song? Whatever sections we like, we're going to go. Holy yeah. shit. They're Frankensteining yeah. something yeah. out of That's your music. That's money, bro. Exactly. That's but that money. just goes to show like, man, their, their budgets have really skyrocketed. But I think it's, you know, it's just interesting. I think it's. Um, they're getting more particular with what they want as well. So it's it's just taking, putting a little more power into the label's hands as well. Uh, and they're just like, yo, I think we want it to be like this. We want a little bit of this flavor. And they put it all together. And This is crazy because I always thought in terms of entertainment things, America always spent the most money, mm -hmm. you know, because for example, I know that for like TV writing, I know for a fact that TV writers in Japan make shit, but mm -hmm. TV writers in America make a lot of oh, money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I thought it was like that with dance and stuff as well. And, and music too, because, you know, um, I mean, I think BTS as an organization probably makes more money than Beyonce, but those members individually, I, I, I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. I know they have, you know, with those schools, with the labels yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like Is that. Is that true? Do they make more I, as an entity than you think Beyonce? I mean, with all the merch and stuff? All I know is BTS, if you even just go to like Hybe, Hybe is the label, uh -huh. just go to their website. Uh -huh. And it's so, I was like pretty surprised that it's like, it's just built for like portfolio and we're just trying to talk to VCs. Like that's just the point of this website. And all the numbers are super transparent. The numbers are right there. Here's <laughs> really? our earning, but it's also a like big flex. Like this right. is what we made last year. Da, 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 and you're, and I was just like, right. wow, respect. But that's BTS <laughs> Corporation. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see, I don't know. And not just BTS. Now they have like New Jean, you know, they yes, have so yes. many other, oh, New Jean, crushing dude. it. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah. killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. fascinating. I, I do want to ask you about like different ways dancers can make money. Obviously, yeah. like now it's changed, but you know, like obviously back in like there were competition shows like America's Best Dance Crew. I, yeah. There was a recent one called like World of Dance yeah. that I've seen like really famous people on. You know, I guess these are little ways that dancers can get attention and stuff like that. Yeah. Do those like even a do they pay well? And b we're not you know we we're joking about this, but we're like okay, even if you like you guys, I think you guys got like second or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's say you got. <laughs> 10,000, whatever. I but you have to rub that it. in his face. You <laughs> no, I love it. I love talking no, no, about no, that, actually. But I was so mad about that. I was mad about that. I texted. I, love I, it. I fucking love that. I love that you've just <laughs> I texted for you guys. I was, I was a big copper modern head, all right? He I was. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I feel the but love. Thank we you. Were Wait, did you do about, a dance? Did you do one dance? I'm sorry. Oh, well, we like we would try to copy your dances, but this is before like people would post up choreo. But we weren't even dancers. We were in a marching band. We're just like, this is crazy. Marching band is legit. Whatever, dude. But the thing is, okay, let's say you get whatever money let's just say that it's even a hundred thousand dollars yeah now but there's like 20 of you in your crew so yeah. like you gotta split that shit 20 yeah, ways yeah, like yeah. How, 
how do you even you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, totally. Okay, that was a lot of questions in one. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to understand where to start. I'll start with just the base level. How do dancers make money in regards to even TV shows and comparison? Yes, yes. I'll start there. Um, <laughs> like now, if I had to like break it up categorically, um, it would be there's like theater, right? You could like be a performer, and that's still something I that's not as much my experience. You know, like the ballet, like classical world. So I can't speak on that as much, um, but I do. I mean, I am just aware that like you basically train your ass off to join like a high level company, and then I'm sure you're on some sort of payroll because mm. they're performing regularly, right? Um, that's like one pathway. As far as like what I'm super familiar with and what my journey has been, um, as a choreographer, there's teaching. That's yes. like a new thing. Yeah, and I say new because there's always that's always existed, but for that to be your livelihood, I think is something that came about more so um around like the 2008 era okay. like dance tv shows youtube like ig like really taking off at that time because people were able to brand themselves and then it, it allowed a lot more people like the floodgates in for people like democratize just like how youtube did yeah. for so many other creators right, right. same thing happened with dance right whereas um, before, uh, you, you know, you didn't have that huge demand for your class. But once people started like making their own brands, then there's like all these international conventions and there's like a whole global dance scene where they're like bringing you out to teach. And that that was my experience where oh. even after we did the first season of America's Best Dance Crew with Cabo Modern, my, my OG college crew, and I was a senior in college at UCI at that time. Um, and again, no expectations of career, nothing. Just like, this is fun sick yeah. but i was also like posting videos to youtube at that time and then i started getting like inquiries from overseas like broken english is like you want to come teach at dance camp <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so they, like, it did yeah. open up opportunities yeah, for yeah. you yeah. And, yeah and then like i was part of the first generation of like i think personally branded dancers that were like teaching at these conventions i know that these it happened before but it was always like you're justin timberlake's choreographer janet jackson's and that was like the headliners for those conventions but then I would say our OG, oh, 2008 around that era with like a lot of my peers, we kind of were the first ones to kind of go out and, you know, sometimes go to sketchy ass cities, promoters, you know, we didn't know. We were like the first gen of like, oh, snap, we're going to go out here and teach at these camps. Wow. And then you start to realize, oh, this is pretty legit. This is fun. Yeah. And, then, and then it starts to build up once other countries started hearing about those camps, like maybe we should create our own conventions. And then it became this global circuit. And then for a couple of years, that just became my livelihood. I was just kind of like traveling every weekend to like teach at these conventions. And I was like, oh man, I'm, that's my that's livelihood. Doing it. I'm like teaching. Yeah. That's so the how, main mu thing. how much were you making? Like if you were to go to one, like how, what yeah. was the first time you made money dancing? Um, okay. Minus like super low level stuff. AKA like I used to teach at like the arc at UCI. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that was the time yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. you. Yeah. The arc is the gym at UCI for anyone <laughs> who doesn't know. Um, <laughs> gym. Um, but like I would say, something like a paycheck that meant something. Uh, it was actually still before teaching. It was when we were performing with Cabo Modern. Like after ABDC, there was like this stint where like we were getting like performance inquiries. Okay. Um, and we would like do like a lot of like Asian clubs. <laughs> yeah, Wait, like, a colleges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A colleges? Not just colleges, no. Like, like okay, colleges, but also nightclubs. Like nightclubs. Oh, oh shit. And we did like a nightclub tour for like two years. <laughs> so that was like the first ones where we were getting like... Um, 
just performance checks. So that was like a first That's era. That's fucking cool. Though. Like, yeah. were you getting paid like a thousand dollars? Yeah, like, like honestly, we actually like, and like for that era, it was pretty dope. It was good. Where like we would go for a weekend, and I was in college, and like everyone would come home with like we just performed like a basically like a five minute dance number at a club all expenses paid and everyone comes home with like a G and that's like still <gasps> that's enough huge. to still accounting for management and other expenses. You know what I mean? Okay, So how does it work like that? So like if you're a leader of a dance crew, yeah. I'm assuming you're choreographing more of it and like also so or managing more, yeah. like more of it. So do they pay, take more of a percentage than everyone else? Or is that all system different per? It's different. Okay. So there's not like a market like consensus on that. Okay. I think there's kind of a common but sense typical, on it. Yeah. But like, that's I would say is like one of the hardest things about even the dance community now, which yeah. is there is no still. And I talk about this now a lot, actually, with like a lot of community leaders still uh, and even people who are like crushing it right now that there's no um, there's no map. There's no guideline. Yeah. And so like our generation, like my generation of choreographers and not to say I want to pay respect to like all the generations and generations and generations of choreographers before us of course but my generation is just the first ones to like personally brand themselves to, to be lucky enough that technology allowed for that to happen you know mm -hmm, what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and so because of that i think it wasn't there were some who just personally branded themselves but some of them that tried to make companies right and i think as we tried to make companies because there isn't really like uh, a guideline so many mistakes have been made so many um even things that don't last models that work amazing for uh, a bit but then because dance has so many inherent um, difficulties with the the industry itself by difficulty i mean like for example copyright music copyright is like the biggest like um it's like the anchor that pulls it down mm. uh because the idea of ownership and it's always tied to music and so if you don't have some sort if you don't have that figured out, some sort of ownership of your music, if you're trying to really be on just like have a and like cause I feel like nowadays, especially with TikTok, you could have like a big explosion for a couple of years, right? But I think what if you're trying to go for the long haul and you're trying to last through all the seasons, I think anyone who is experienced in dance understands that to have ownership, like you don't have full ownership without the music rights. And that's always an issue when you're choreographing for something. Wow, and so sense. you have to always have some sort of partnership. You have to figure out something with music, whether you learn it yourself or you have a partnership with, yeah. Wow, so you need to be connected with other musicians or people that make music, essentially, yeah. to yeah. be able to have that. Yeah. For sure. Oh, that's that makes sense. That's a big yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wondered why on those shows, I'm like, why don't you just dance to some T-Pain? It was always yeah, like, they yeah. would always do, it was like half T-Pain, but like half original yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, because they're always trying to license shit? it. Yeah. I know, I was like, I don't want to do this original Wait, shit. That's yeah. why they brought in the beatboxer dude. Come <laughs> <laughs> so in there. Oh my God, <laughs> MC copyright. <laughs> yeah. She move up to the unofficial analysis. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, we did categorize all your spendings. Then this is your spendings from the last three months, and you shared with us two different cards. Yeah. Um. Do you share finances or like oh, the yeah, cards yeah. So with your wife? Yes. Oh, yes. it does. Okay. I was curious about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So wife. you share with the yeah, wife. Yeah. Okay. So, so one of only one of those cards. So um, out of the two cards, one is my personal, and then uh, the other one uh, that feels like it's more repeated expenses. Um, that's the one with my wife. Um, gotcha. We have a joint credit card. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, in, so, so it's one month, two cards, two people. 
uh, you spent a total of about ninety six hundred dollars, uh-huh. which honestly that's across two people is not, yeah. not no, that yeah, crazy. That's like one and a half people though, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. part for one it's of them. Only, it's only, it's only the other one. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is just like your some of your money spent by category. I don't know okay. if this is anything is gonna catch you off guard, uh-huh. but you spent about thirty one hundred on travel, uh-huh. twenty one hundred on food and drinks, uh, nine seventy seven on groceries. And this one kind of surprised me. Eight sixty three on like pet related expenses. <laughs> you spent almost as much as groceries on pets. Yep. Um, that tracks. Health and wellness seven hundred fifty bucks. Yep. Shopping about six hundred. Bills four forty. Gas auto maintenance two forty. Uh-huh. Um, entertainment and like education two hundred five. Uh, professional services two hundred. Fees forty four dollars and then donations twenty two dollars. So any is any of that any of that is that. Honestly, with you? that all tracks. Like, I feel like um, pet fees is more like that's kind of just their seasonal. Yeah, what is like, that? What's going on? With, you have a lot of dogs. Uh, no, I just, just have one. I just have one dog, but you know, he's 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 got healthy. Oh, guys- is that what it is? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> there was one like Pasadena thing that yeah, was like yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was like yeah. or, like ten different Halloween costumes. You do seem like somebody who is going off on every. You're like, I want to see that's Willy Wonka. I don't know the breakdown, but I will say like we do buy him like really nice quality food. Oh, like the organic. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just food for dogs is what we get him, but. But yeah, I'm pretty sure one of those spikes is because he's um, oh, just getting him like tests and stuff. Yeah. Do you want to? Mm. Uh, do you ever think about getting uh, insurance for your pet? Um, I don't know. Cambridge Corporations has that. Yeah, that I, haven't even, <laughs> I haven't even given that thought, but maybe if it gets to a certain point, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, food. Actually, I have a question for you guys. Oh yeah. Um, I know that like my food is probably that's my I feel like all my I don't Not splurge crazy. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah, you really don't. Yeah. You really don't. I'm a pretty like reasonable with my money. However, food is like my big I feel like uh my guilty pleasure. And so I'm just curious compared to your other guests expenditures yeah. how does my food spending well the fact that you're under a thousand is already amazing yeah, most people are crazy like, i'm talking people who don't like are younger than us yeah, don't yeah. own any companies or anything yeah, yeah. they're easily going 1300 on seamless oh yeah Easy, or doordash you know are easily. you being considerate when you like are you like i don't care i feel like like when you're buying at a, at a restaurant or do you get whatever you want all the time or do you like consider oh. money oh, when you're you know what? ordering food actually that is something that like now what i'm considerate of is i just eat out less i cook way more now i used to go crazy on my um i used to just like splurge uh-huh. and my appetite's very large like I'll eat like two to three entrees by myself at a sitting sometimes. Yeah, because like, you're burnt. You're like uh, Michael Phelps, right? <laughs> he he eats like five to uh, five thousand to ten thousand calories because he's like his his muscles and the way it works. You're an athlete essentially. So I mean, eat- I wouldn't put myself on Michael <laughs> Phelps level. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would love to, I love to <laughs> agree and just take Michael that. Jordan, Michael <laughs> Phelps, <laughs> Michael Phelps. You know Thank that. You. <laughs> Bro, Chicago Here, Bulls, wish, U.S. Olympics, Kaba Modern, bro. You gotta eat, you gotta eat ha- as that. hard as you dance in Millie Rock as hard. I, I, I wish I could claim that, but I did used to eat like really crazy. But once I, um, I, I had to like be like, okay, in recent years, like we just moved to Pasadena, and that was like a, a big like, okay, big now move. we gotta watch the money. Yeah, level up. Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah. And so that was like a with that lifestyle change was like. 
okay, now we got to start saving our money in a different way. Yeah, you know? I did. That did turn me on about the good spending. You know, yeah, really, yeah. The, your most expensive thing was like a flight or something. You probably yeah, went yeah. to Korea. That was over a yeah, thousand. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah, some yeah. turn me ons and turn me offs when we look at your statements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that turned me off. Oh yeah, okay, tell me. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we initially, got the exact yeah, here, we actually uh, the first thing immediately was I noticed you were in Korea. Mm-hmm. You're paying crazy foreign transaction fees. Sixty nine like, times, bro. Like, but what does wh- that add up to, though? $44. $44, but the <laughs> fact is, you could be using that $44 for dog costumes or mm. another meal at your favorite restaurant. I, you know, I, I, How- I, I think need to be about using that. my foreign currency. Is no, what you're saying. no, I'm no? saying no, that's, like that's crazy. That? You need to get a credit card that allows you to not have foreign transaction fees. Uh, but it's interesting that he says that because I did have that initial reaction. But for example, you get a Chase Reserve or Sapphire, those costs money to have that card to mm-hmm. have not have but he only spent $44 which is no, cheaper yeah. than the cost of the card. No, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Okay. Okay. I'm going to recommend mm-hmm. the Amex Platinum to you. Uh-huh. We are not sponsored, but they should uh-huh. because you also I saw you also paid for global entry, which is $100. Mm-hmm. If you had this credit card, it would be free. Okay, you probably also have a subscription like you could get free subscription to Paramount yeah. and Walmart. You can also get uh, the no transaction fees when you're using this card. What? <laughs> it's like a, this is like a, it sounds like an ad, but we're not getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> the cash fees His silence made me I recognize that he's getting like the, the, the so Asian you, father at, silence. At, at Amex, I'm getting pissed at Amex for not. <laughs> Yeah. It essentially will cover at the end if you use enough of like the certain um, fees, it gets covered by the the fee of the credit card. You at know, the I've end. just been on my credit card game like right now, and I've been looking into credit cards. It was an interesting conversation. You're, you're late. We just going for Kinjas. You're late, bro. Yeah, you're for so mine late. late. But Kinjas, we just got a new one. You yeah, could yeah. be getting oh, okay. these things for free. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I not have a? La- I was looking at the. I was looking at the United one actually. Oh, okay. Just because for like my travels these days, I'm yeah. like, you know what? I want to like. Do my Make hack where I'm just always flying first class. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I yes. figure that out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So because I'm flying a lot. And a lot of the times, even on some of these Asia trips, I end up like, even when I'm already out there, I end up buying flights to extend my stay because all this new stuff ends up happening. And I'm like, oh, snap. I'm actually just going to buy another flight and leave this day instead. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I see, I see. And so because it's like I'm in this transient season, I'm kind of like... um, and yeah, I'm more interested in that. And I'm like, okay, I'm racking up my miles like crazy right now. Okay. Yeah. You know what was a turnoff for me? Lionheart Jiu-Jitsu Academy. $175. That's a turn off? Bro. How is that a turn off? Because me and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu have beef, bro. What? Because That's a turn off? Yeah. You do like you guys that do BJJ? I don't know what the fuck that is. That sounds like Bukaki or something, and you're trying to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, B. Oh, Brazil. No, that's a hot. First of all, Brazil. You think that's hot? Say Wait, that to the what? camera. You're the first woman on the internet to think that that's hot. I, don't, I wouldn't say you're the, she's the first to say that. But no. Yeah, <laughs> we're both like defending <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a New York thing. We we it's first like a all, known thing to shit on people who do Brazilian really? Jiu-Jitsu. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's because of Joe Rogan. It's because of. Uh, okay, okay. So it's tied to Joe Rogan. Like, I see. I see. I see. It's like not even. It's just like you're. That's all you talk about. You talk about that and and fighting bears. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a toxic thing. You know. I think the idea that anything Brazilian is hot. Like I don't even 
really know what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, but the yeah. fact that it says Brazilian, I'm like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bye. Auto. Well, you, you and know? Jose Rogan, go yeah. ahead. We can go make out oh the corner. Oh, my God. These, these like, differing perspectives on BJJ is hilarious. <laughs> it's just so Internet, come at me, bro. So come at me. Uh, so you take classes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a dance element to it, right? A or have bit. you done capoeira? Uh, I haven't done it. I'm, like, familiar with capoeira, yeah. but... Uh, like I wouldn't say jujitsu or BJJ is like dancing at all, like in that way, the way that capoeira is, because capoeira is like mm -hmm. very much so connected to dance, whereas uh, BJJ is not. But there's just a lot of parallels. Sure, yeah. sure. Okay, you know what made me sad about your statement? Yeah. You only took one dance class on October 14th. Urban oh, yeah. dance play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take a dance oh, yeah, and that's class? even super well, well, random. So do yeah, you yeah. take comedy classes? Well, so, so I was going to ask you about yeah. this. I know you're a master, yeah. but <laughs> to your point, like comedians still do like shitty shows and try out material. That's different. Yeah, yeah. A class is different. But, but is that not the class for dancers? Is that not the open mic for dancers? You know, well, at least, so I'm like very, very fortunate to be in a crew with a bunch of dancers that I think are freaking sick. So we always are like training each other. Oh, training each yeah, other. Yeah, right. Oh, so you don't have to go. Yeah, gotcha, that's gotcha. at least my, I could always, I always could, but here's the other conduit to that. When I teach at conventions, like one's huge perk, and that's a huge thing in this whole dance rabbit hole of this generation of choreographers is that what propelled these choreographers is that once you started teaching at these international conventions you're fucking in germany for a week and you're at a dance convention you get to learn while you're there like what the hell else am i gonna do oh, i'm gonna take class from this ill person from germany from this ill person from japan Ooh. so it's built into your work oh, training so you're always practicing so you're not even having to pay for that you're oh, just there that's really cool so it's really baked into the lifestyle for choreographers so i'm very very grateful for that so actually that one dance class is super rare because like the, i haven't yeah i haven't paid for a dance class in a long ass time because even the times i do in la i usually know the studio owners or i know the teacher and they have a guest spot so that one is super random because it's actually this like uh, so random. But this dancer that I've been watching that I haven't met, but he's just been on my radar. This guy from Denmark, just mm. he came to um, uh, he was in Korea the same weekend. He's not even Korean. He just came for one weekend. And I've we'd been DMing each other like, yo, let's connect. And I, he said, yo, I'm going to be in Korea. And I was like, what? I'm in Korea right now. Whoa. And so I hit up this dance studio in Korea and they were also like, what the hell? Like. Mike's going to take class at our random ass <laughs> This is so random for them yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, can I like actually sign up for this class? And so like that was just actually pr a super random well, that's cool, occurrence. Though. Yeah. Wow, wow, how beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. I like that the internet can just connect to all sorts of yeah, people in the same Yeah, yeah but it, it is kind of like adorable slash dorky to be like, can I Let's connect. Can I take your class? Yeah, can we yeah. Do yeah. Like, like that's dance culture. But I know that, it feels weird, but for dancers, it like know, it is like that's that. That's the whole yeah. like the dancer culture yeah. is a little nerdy, and yeah, that, like, yeah, like, yeah. like they're always it's learning. very soft. Like yeah. even versus like freestyle dancers and choreographers, and it is even still a, a difference in culture for sure. Like freestyle battlers, uh, it's almost like like music, like a freestyle rapper versus someone who's just writing songs right, right? Right, right there's like different cultures to it right mm. and i think that like with choreographers it's very friendly <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting uh we ca i categorize your food by price how much you spend on each category but also um by, by category i mean cuisine but also by frequency oh, okay. and you know this is why i think doordash is so dumb or maybe that eating in other countries are cheap but like you ate at um obviously you were in korea yeah so you 
ate out in Korea 19 times, mm-hmm. and you only ordered delivery in the same month nine times, mm-hmm. but that delivery cost you $613, and then what you spent in Korea was about like a little over 300 USD. Yeah, so um, I'm not surprised by that, only because the US dollar is so much oh, stronger, stronger in Korea right now. So mm-hmm. I'm like stoked. You're Every fucking... time I'm buying food, I'm like, hell yeah. yeah like yeah. three meals is like one like pitiful DoorDash order. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Everything but, is a lot cheaper. The coffees are also cheaper. Yeah. Um, but he, went, he, did, he, he did a lot of Korean food, which you like, Steffi. Dude, you're the first person to come finally and tell us that you're the number one type of cuisine is Korean. Number one. Um, most <laughs> everyone's, it's like they've gone like once through the month. But maybe we haven't had many Koreans. Is that what it is? Well, you no. know what? I, I, like, I have to admit, in America, I don't buy that much Korean food. Because do you make it? Um, is your wife Korean? No, she's Chinese. Okay. And, um, and she doesn't eat that much Korean food. <gasps> and so actually I'm like kind of deprived but sometimes I'd be cooking Korean food for myself a lot <laughs> just like straight up for myself what like for her yeah like, like so I do all sorts of variations of chapche like the noodles I know it's so random what do you mean but like so you know like the glass noodles the sweet potato noodles that's like my shit because um uh like I'm trying to like cut my carbs and like spiking yeah. like blood sugars and all that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like you know, white rice is like, it's, it's, right? it's a death. even it's though death, I love bro. it, it's but I used death. to just eat that like crazy. And I'm like, I need some sort of substitute that's bomb. Uh-huh. And so like, as I'm like seeking out different substitutes, I was like, wait, what the freak? Like sweet potato noodles <laughs> are like this unexplored thing that people only treat it. <laughs> yeah, truly. Cause people just view it like chapche, but that's just a way to flavor it. But it's just not like mainstream. <laughs> that's the most dad thing I've heard about. <laughs> What was he talking about? This is the turn-off. This world-class dancer I looked up to is doing 20 minutes on sweet potato noodles? What the hell is this? He's like picking them up. (laughs) The super (laughs) turn-off. He's like, oh, look at the transparency of this glass yeah, heater yeah, 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 at 97 yeah, yeah. degrees. It Yo, is perfectly you cooked. Now. You so laugh funny. now, but I guarantee you, if you tried some of the shit that I'm making with sweet potato noodles, <laughs> I guarantee you, you'd be like, wait a minute, like, there's so much variation here. Why the <laughs> fuck am I only going with like this white rice and I'm feeling so bad and guilty all mm, the time? Mm, mm. When you're like, wait, if I just flavor this a different way, this shit is bomb and literally zero guilt, okay. no portion control, I can go off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was so hard of you. Wow. <laughs> do you guys ever get into arguments about purchases? Like, How do you, like when you want to purchase something like big, Mm-hmm. Like something like a furniture that you fucking love. Yeah, like, yeah. do you guys have to talk about it? How does it? You no. Know, so the the way we do, uh, like even for example, one of those cards, which is the joint, um, like we actually like consulted like a financial like advisor, thinking that like maybe we should get one. And then honestly, she told us something that made us go, oh, let's just do that. And <laughs> you gave us the advice. That's like the model that we really like. What was it? Which was just straight up. Like we have a separate, so we have our own personal accounts and we just do our thing. And then we have a joint account, but the only purpose for that joint account is that we have a joint credit card and the joint credit card is, is for our joint things. Like for example, like groceries, like things that we share. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And all we do is monthly. We just look at the, so that we don't have to track it. It's just, that's the, for our joint expenses. And then, um, all we do, the only purpose for our joint account is we look at the monthly and then we go, Oh, we split it down the middle and we just go, hey, we both owe this for the joint credit card. 
and that's it. And that's it's oh. just for that. We don't have to like track how we did right, those expenses because right. we there's no Google Sheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do the that's Google Sheets good. method, but yeah. that that because we kind of know ourselves, we're not like the best with all that. Yeah. But we're like, oh, that's something that's realistic to us. But it'll just track itself. It's because there's, it won't get muddled with any other expenses. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. so a piece of furniture might go into that category for sure. For sure. But you have to ask mm. each other. Yeah, we'll talk about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know it's so boring. Huh? Like, you guys are giving no. me a like, like, this is so no, boring. What are you guys fucking arguing about <laughs> yeah, at yeah. home? <laughs> toilet paper? <laughs> what kind of toilet paper? Why'd you buy what fucking Charmin? What kind of car are you driving? Because I, I noticed that it's like about a hundred bucks to fill up your gas. Oh, yeah. Time. Well, my car, car. So like I just like lost my car now or it's dead now. So basically I had a Cadillac that I wasn't making. It was like fully paid off mm-hmm. since... 2014 and that was like Escalade? my baby no it was cts okay it was my baby i had it since 2008 uh fully paid off around like 2014 i think and then uh, i've been it's been going strong until now and then just recently i had to like it died mm. it died for good so you're gonna get a new car yeah so i'm like is trained. that why you're ubering yeah. because yeah, that's why com- i'm ubering a lot i was confused i was yeah, like yeah. why is this man yeah, has yeah, a car yeah, but yeah, you also yeah. spent man. Four th- yeah, 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 yeah. That men should not yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no you, you spent 4 30 on rideshare yeah but you have a car so i was like yeah, oh okay yeah, that makes yeah, sense what that cars sense. are we looking at so i was loving on tesla until i took a road trip with a tesla and then I'm like, oh, hell no mm-hmm. for road trips. And I love road trips. Mm-hmm. It's not the way. It's just so inconvenient in a lot of different ways. So now I'm like, so I want some sort of hybrid, but I still don't know because like I'm gone for like months at a time still right now. So I'm also like, I can kind of hang on right now and not because the market's so bad. It's crazy. Also. It's crazy. Right so now. I'm kind of like, all right. And like my wife also travels for long periods at a time. So it's kind of worked out sometimes where we're still just like a one car household. Ooh. And she's gone. Like, for example, next month I'm gone. And when I get back, she's gone for the rest of the month. And so like we're still like we're basically budging it out. Where we're like, when do we actually need two cars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's actually that might be your that you might be fine. Like it might be just long term cheaper to just Uber a couple hundred bucks yeah, here and there yeah. is so, not. Uh, yeah. And like know. my dad owns a gas station, too. So like that's been the other thing. Wait, he's, he's like, hooking wait, you up with the gas. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. free gas. Yeah. So like when I go. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> you, <laughs> what? you act like we were going to get the free gas, too. Did you see the way he looked at me? No, Wait, I that's just, a crazy plot. Yeah, so that was my that. other thing. Wait. So like I wasn't making car payments and then I would just go to the gas station. And not always because it's still like on the other side of town, but when I needed to, because close to the airport also, that's that would be my kink. But, Wait, but yeah. is, it, is your dad paying for it? Yeah, my dad's or? paying for it. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. But like still, you Coming know, out of the I scratch his back too when I like when he travels and when I still yeah, handle you, stuff you, with the gas that's station. That's a trade. I'm like, yo, yeah. Free oh my gas. god, dude! I feel like in this economy, fuck marrying yeah. a doctor. You gotta marry a guy yeah, who, yeah. who owns a motherfucking shell, dude. Holy oh shit! <laughs> You're the prince of a gas station. Oh my god, he's the prince <laughs> of a he's gas the station. Prince of a... Oh my Holy god! Holy shit, gas! I didn't Damn. even think about that. Never That's ever. That's incredible. Wow. Okay. Wait, so so, d- just really quickly, do you have family members who are trying to always get free gas? Like, is this like a thing where it's like people no, keep wanting no, free gas? No, because like no. most of my, like in terms of not immediate families in Korea. So really it's just me and my siblings and then. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. That's easy. That's easy. Crazy. Okay. Wow. That was wild. Wow. <laughs> I know. You, that, I was, that, like, was that, that, yeah, that was the one thing we got. That was like the thing you guys got most excited about. <laughs> this entire thing. We're talking about the global dance industry, K-pop, everything. Free gas. Free gas. Yeah. <laughs> My heart's <laughs> You can get whatever car. Do you, you do you think you'd get pissed if you got like a Ferrari? Like I'm assuming Ferraris just like to eat gas. Or a premium uh-huh. gas. And, he kept, and you kept coming back trying to. 
get the like getting free. Do you think that? No, nah, you don't, you don't think, abuse it. I'm guessing. No, nah, I wouldn't abuse it. But I think my dad, um, he knows. He also like I've like helped out my dad a lot over the years Aww, too. So thank you. Yeah. So now that you've been on Cash Cuties, there's nothing you're gonna change. Uh, financially yeah. it's you, not like your life you is anything? already have you learned anything yeah what have you learned from this pod? in conclusion what do you how he's you feel too organized i feel like he's too he already no, has i don't want to so. give off the fact like i don't, don't want to come off it. come off as if i'm like super organized but um what did i learn? i just feel like people who are like <laughs> that we like for I, just, I feel like if you're really good at finger tutting you have to be good at excel yeah, i mean i would say i mean the main thing you got me thinking about Actually, I don't know. To be honest, <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, I actually don't think about this at all. This like, is a huge I would waste say, I got more out of like listening to all the episodes, and that also brought me into this. <laughs> the other episodes, <laughs> but because like, because it, it, that clued me in because sure, that's sure. just so like so much other data of how they speak about like um, their careers, and then yeah, that's probably more also like, to be honest for me you know sometimes we make this joke about how we like if you're being bad financially we like spank you but the thing There's is you, get, you get audited spank. you already got spanked by the government oh yeah yeah so that, i think ever since then you're probably just that yeah. definitely i would say is probably like the biggest um like we had to put on our big boy shoes yeah you yeah, know yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. that kind of changed everything and was like the biggest pill to swallow right. and we are still okay. dealing with you yeah know what i mean all right. Absolutely. Well, I that was amazing that to was have amazing. you. I feel like I learned a lot from you <laughs> and about dance. There's so I just this is the I just feel like I have so many more dance questions like just about how how it's like the yeah. the, the industry of it. Yeah. But um, good to have you back. Yeah. No, this is amazing. <laughs> um, thanks for coming yeah. on the show. Is there anything you want to plug and let our audiences know? You know where they could find you. I mean, you can find me at all my handles are Mike. O song uh, on all platforms and uh, you can follow Kinjas K-I-N-J-A-Z on all platforms as well to um, find out about what we're up to they be dancing um, <laughs> please please follow us on all of social platforms at Cash Cuties Pod we're on TikTok and Instagram you can also follow me at the Fumi Abe that's T-H-E-F-U-M-I A-B-E and you can follow me on Baked Goods on Instagram B-A-I-K-E-D-G-U-D-S and go on to my website stuffybake.com for more information hell yeah and check out our Patreon patreon.com yep. slash Cuties Pod for bonus episodes shout out to our sound engineer Domagoy our analyst Holly and our video editor Matias yeah Robles. you know what I like to do on our patreon is uh now that i'm inspired we should learn one of his dances <laughs> and then we'll put it on our patreon we'll our patreon yeah yeah no i'm saying we could watch one of his tutorials <laughs> okay. yeah, okay. yeah 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 i'm not yeah, telling yeah, you yeah. like we're gonna keep him in, at a <laughs> place that's what you're saying no, I'm like, he was getting here. he's like yeah i don't want to do that at all <laughs> i want to see that <laughs> Um, Anyways, all right, kids, yeah. we love you. We'll see you next week. Until then, spend your money wisely. Or don't. Have Bye. fun with it. Bye.